Welcome to the 429th episode of Cinema PsyOps. This represents the 429th consecutive week that we were able to release, but not record, this show. <laughs> I'm your host, Court, the guy who makes allusions to basically the same thing that we talk about every week, and that's how we record, because we record two shows in one week now. And joining me on that adventure is my co-host, Matt. Oh, what a great week it is. <laughs> This yes, uh, hopefully. Um when we record these many shows in advance, my life can dramatically change and no one will really kind of know. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> hey, listen man, the last time we actually recorded together because we did so many shows in advance, uh like the Middle East was at hot fucking garbage. <laughs> so, just and who knows where it's at right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we don't even know because this is the future. I mean, holy, it could be worse. Yeah, absolutely. This episode might not even actually make it off of my computer because the world could be over by now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's literally getting to that point. I mean, not there there, like, but it, it's getting concerning enough for me. How about that? <laughs> yeah, uh, those folks who paid attention to the actual lyrics in the theme song, I mean, <laughs> they're, it's yeah, I'm making jokes about it, but like, I, I pretty much feel that way. Every week we've done this show, the world has gotten worse. And yeah. so has the quality of the show, of course. Well, of course. I mean, what else are we going to do? <laughs> Listen, yeah. we go as the world goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And at this point, we just keep going out of pure spite for the rest of the way that the world is falling apart around us. We're like, fuck it. We're going down with the ship with this stupid show because at least yeah. it gives us some joy. Because fuck them hoes. <laughs> And by hose, I mean the establishment. <laughs> I was gonna say only if you've paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I mean, and... just, just, just the the establishment. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck the establishment, but like not really. Like, don't let the yeah. establishment have an orgasm. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like not figuratively fuck the establishment because they might like it, but like you know, not or no, figuratively fuck it, not literally fuck it. There you go. How about I don't we know. just fuck over the establishment and we establish? Let's talk about Laura Gemster. That seems to, for me to be fucking up the, the establishment. <laughs> so we are finally in the Gemsner Glamour series. We finally made it. We will have 13, counting this episode, 13 weeks, 13 episodes of movies with Laura Gemsner in them playing part of the Black Emanuel series in some way, shape, or form. Uh, we already kind of talked about the ones that we're skipping out of the box set and the reasons why. Some of them we've already covered. Some of them are Bruno Mattei films that are just clip show pornos that we don't want to do. And then some of them don't even really feature Laura Gemsner. They're just part of the Black Emanuel series, and she's not in it, so we decided to skip those as well. So that's kind of the main reasons why if we don't cover a film that's in that box set, that's why. Yeah, but <laughs> damn but it's it's we're, we're at a we're at a fun time in our world right now <laughs> <laughs> you're just happy because gemsner was naked nearly the entire film it it helped uh it helped <laughs> yeah it made waking up to do my cat shot uh bleary-eyed and a little bit stoned over from the night before um a lot more tolerable it really I, truly I would, i'll tell you i was actually pretty impressed with stuff i didn't drink or do shit yesterday <laughs> now i got tanked as shit on friday night uh, and i ooh, i made the mistake at two tanked had two cigars friday night instead of just one. Oh god i feel like shit on saturday <laughs> i really Some if i can have i can have two cigars in a day but they have to be like super separated would i do too many in like one night oh god doesn't make me feel like shit 
<laughs> well, you don't smoke small ones either. You smoke like those big, nasty fucking stogies too. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, but they're good brand of ones. They're not, like terrible. So no, it's just there's a lot there. So two yeah. in a row is a lot. Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I and I, I tried to like. I don't usually have it. Like let's face it. I work so much now. Uh, from usually Sunday through Thursday, I don't do shit. Like no drinking, no cigars, no nothing. So it's usually just a Friday or Saturday. So if I was doing that like three times a week, I'd probably be like, all right, I got a problem or I die. It's one of the two. (laughs) Or your voice would be significantly deeper, making everyone think you're more mysterious and sexy. Probably maybe like, oh my God, this guy, he's probably got, you know, he's got it going on. (laughs) But I don't. So don't don't worry about it, everyone. I, I really don't. <laughs> Your voice is particularly as sexy as you are as a human being. Yeah, it's it's just not. It's I sound like Kermit the Frog who had like emotional issues. Yeah, that's directly how sexy you are. <laughs> yeah, Kermit yeah, the yeah. Frog with emotional issues. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> Kermit the Frog without all that charm baggage. So I don't, I don't know what my voice may sound like to other people, but I know what it sounds like to me. And I'm not going to say that, but I still think I'm directly proportional sexy wise to the sound of my voice after I've manipulated it on Mike. Uh, yeah. You're all right. I don't think there's a problem there. I think you're going to be fine. But, yeah, I, was, um, I was a model. So you were <laughs> a model. You were a model. If you know what I mean. And you did your little turn on the catwalk. Yeah. I shook my little touch on the catwalk. Yeah. On the catwalk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On the catwalk. Yeah. yeah. On the catwalk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of people who shook their tush, we should probably actually talk about the Laura Gemsner film. Let's get into Free it. Love. I don't know why I, this is taking me so long. Yeah. Well, what we need to do first is play the Legion Patreon on that. Oh, and then yeah. immediately afterwards on the pirate radio edit, we will pick a song that I hope I chose that will be befitting of the film because we're not going to record it this time together. We're just going to fucking play it later. And when we come back, we will talk about free love and Laura Gemsner. This will keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You call me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room.
I'm hoping that whatever I picked is befitting of the movie Free Love and or Laura Jemsner because really I'm that's sure the reason okay. we're watching this. <laughs> and, you know, you're fine. Yeah, I can devote more time to it to obsess later when I don't have to get yeah. you out of here in time to get to work. Yeah, right. So, yeah, because <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> yeah, well, we should just move on and talk about things that make you happy, like Laura Jemsner and her naked body. Mm-hmm. Laura Jemsner. Mm-hmm. All right, focus uh, up and do your right. notes. Yeah, fuck it. All right, so free love. First 20 minutes. While we open up, there's dialogue. Fuck it. That's our first clip. This is our way. One requests authorization to descend to 6,000 feet. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to descend toward Emerald Island, southward of Francesco Ferreira. Ah, good morning, Signor Ferreira. Good morning, Signore. Sit down, sit down. Have a cigar. Thank you. Have you started the Emerald Island Silver Mine project? Si, Signore. And what do you think? Well, it's difficult to say. 8,000 kilometers is a long distance away, Signor. <laughs> yes, I know. I sent Giovanni Maestrelli, one of our best engineers, to begin work down there. And after a few weeks, he sent me a letter asking me to take him off the payroll and to look for somebody else. And we haven't heard from him since. Now, we must get started on that silver mine. Signor Ferrero, you are the youngest engineer in our company, but I have a great faith in you. I'm entrusting you with this project. So, don't let me down like Maestrelli. Don't worry, I won't. Have a nice trip, and remember, I want you to be in constant touch with me. Weather on the ground is cloudy, and the temperature is 41 degrees. This is 5061 on final. Any last-minute instructions? Roger. Oh, also, I condensed down all of your clips as well, so they're going to be much shorter than what you uh, submitted. Well, that's good. So, uh, as we see, a lot of this movie also has, like, he's walking around doing shit. He has flashbacks of his parents telling him stuff, but they're not really flashbacks. It's just, like, audio. It's like someone recorded him a message or some shit. Uh, yeah, he's so, hearing his mother's voice being very stern with him and, and trying to and teach a him girlfriend's a voice, all that kind of shit. So, yeah, it's the kind of thing that people with anxiety deal with, where they're constantly being uh, belittled by the voices that have ever belittled them ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then our homie, he's going through customs, but he gets his fishing shit taken from him in our next clip. You can't bring these fishing weapons, monsieur. Why not? Sorry, in our country, they are not allowed, you see. Oh, but fishing for me is a hobby, Signorina. In fact, that is not permitted on Emerald. I'm afraid we'll just have to hold on to these weapons until your departure. Well, all right, if that's how it is. Though it's hard to believe that your people don't go fishing. I can explain that, Monsieur Ferreiro. Our islanders are not supposed to fish either if they do it as some sort of sport. So if you're looking for something nice in water sports, you won't find that something. On the land, there's plenty. My name is Antoine. Please. Monsieur Cheval sent me to greet you. Ah, thank you. So these weapons you'll get when you depart. All right. This is Lambert, Mr. Ferreira. You do, Lambert. At your disposal, Mr. Thank you. Be careful with those. They're delicate instruments. I'll take these. You take the rest and put it on the truck. Francesco, drink this orange juice before you leave, Amorinio. It's good for you. Thank you, Mama. But I have no time. I've got to get to the airport. It's late. But it will only take a minute, darling. Make me happy. Who knows how long it will be before I see my baby again? Mama, please. I'm not a baby anymore. I'm engineer Francesco Ferrero, a minerals expert. I can take care of myself. Believe me, Mom. Well, you are still my baby, and you don't take care of yourself. I prepared this orange juice 20 minutes ago. All right, I'll drink it. Careful. Drink it slowly. It's vitamin C. Thank you, Mama. I've got to run now. Arrivederci. Arrivederci, amore mio. And write to me often. This is the center. Oh, by the way... Where's the post office? There's one here, but we've got one on M wall too. Maria, aren't you coming back to bed? Wait, just a minute. Give me some time. 
Well, why not wait in bed? With you? It's impossible. You are too bitter and impatient, especially to Well, I'll be away a long time. I'll be famished when I get back. Mm, I don't know. With all those island beauties. Don't be silly. I can't wait for the day I return to Italy. Mm. Maria, have you ever slept with a black man? Mm -hmm. Even with a black woman. What? They were married. Oh, where did you meet them? <laughs> in a nightclub. They were dancers with the Harlem Underground Ballet in Spoleto. Come on, move over. Brr, I feel cold. Well, come here. I'll take care of you. No, where are you going? Oh, well. Can I come with you? I can help. Thank you. How do you feel? It's very hot, huh? You're right, Antoine. <laughs> Too hot. <laughs> Who is that? She's a girl that lives over in the island and has a very jealous fan. She's good-looking, all right. I wonder you're jealous. But on the island, we are a big, happy family. We share everything. That's nice. Yeah. On Emerald, everybody's happy. There is plenty of food on the island and lots of fish in the sea. We eat so much, we can be hungry. Is that right? And what do they do there? Children? Oh, monsieur, you mean does everybody work on them? Yeah. Well, they really don't. They got to work to get what they want. I'm going to work to buy me a nice watch, like this, for me. And they'll all ask Antoine, what time is it? That's why I'll work with you in the mine. I know you'll be helpful. Antoine. But to eat, we don't work. The ending theme there sounds an awful lot like Cannibal Holocaust music, and it's weird. Right? Uh, I mean, listen, when it comes to Lord Gems are in a like a kind of island or jungle atmosphere, I get a little worried that's all we're going to get. Right, it's cannibalism and people eating other people, but like not in a good way whenever we say cannibalism and people eating yeah, other people. exactly. <laughs> like in a horror way, not in like a porno way. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, not in the fun way, uh, but in the not so fun way. Right, unless you're a psychopath, and then it's a fun way either way. Yeah, then if you're court, you're pretty happy. <laughs> right, we can move on. Yeah, all right. Well, they get on a boat, and as you heard, Laura asked for a ride, so she got one. They get to the island, and the the dude meets the man in charge, and that's our next clip. Welcome to my home. Your maestrelli was also a guest. Come you won't find every modern comfort, but I think you will agree, monsieur, it uh, has its compensations. It's beautiful, monsieur. <laughs> Thank you. It's an old house that I bought when I came. Please, would you like to go in? Thank you. I'll show you to your room. I really hope that you like it. Maestrelli did very much. In here. Uh, tell me, monsieur, haven't you any doors? Oh, there's no need for doors, mon ami. They'd be useless here. We've no enemies. <laughs> and this is your work table, monsieur. I hope it's what you wanted. Mm -hmm. Ah. There's a lovely view from that window. Yes. It will surely keep you from working. Maestrelli spent hours looking over the sea. They say bees have no windows of their beehives. That is why they are always so busy. Hmm? Which girl? The one I saw on the boat when I came. She's a beautiful-looking girl. Oh, Janine. She dies for sponges and after sells them on the islands. She's strange. What's wrong with that? work. That's right. Man has to work to live. But it's foolish, I think, to want to work. Monsieur, can you ready? All right. Monsieur Ferrero, can we? Thank you. Monsieur Chevard, yes? how long have you been here? Long enough not to want to return to I'd your... I'd be homesick. <laughs> I'd be sick. 
Does he know where my straily went? Hmm? Oh. Antoine must be living here for today. See you tomorrow. Bye. Take it easy. You're working too much, Antoine. Monsieur Ferrero, please feel free to ask any questions if you would. You feel indiscreet, I think, but don't. Ask your questions. What prompted you to stay here? Even though it is quite lovely, I wouldn't live here. Ah, but you've just Thanks. arrived. How could you say that? Hmm. I'd get bored. I really don't believe I could. Quite many reasons to be here. Billions of dollars worth. The exact sum is well over two million by now, in all probability. But with all the interest and the current rates of exchange. What happened to my Straley? Your predecessor? Uh-huh. A charming person. And what happened to him? Oh, I'm afraid he's no longer here. <laughs> sure. I only ask you because if he should reappear, it means that I can go back home again. To be honest, I'm against mining. I think it is most improbable that you have taken a trip to Emerald to say this. If so, why don't you forget about the man? Why should you be afraid? Even if you don't love me, Mastrelli Isabel won't tell anybody where you are. <laughs> As for the silver, the deposits are immense. If our figures are right, there's enough to change the life for the whole archipelago. It's true. Perhaps God made these islands in the hope that one day someone such as you would change it all. At least you believe in God. And the devil also. Really? But whose side are you on? Hmm. I think that depends on how much I've drunk the night before. <laughs> Isabel wants to go to bed. You not want to come. All right, it is late. Well, here's my advice for you. Don't let things worry you while you're here on the island. There's plenty of time to do everything. Don't think too much. I'll remember that. Good night. Good night. All right. Then the dude watches Lord Jevzer swimming. Uh, then they go out to do some work and do, like, you know, check which area is the best to start digging. They were surveying. Yeah. Surveying. There you go. Surveying. Sorry. All right. And that is our next clip. Damn, Sir Ferrero. He's collecting Kalu. Kalu, the blood of the trees. It's very good for drink, yes? Senor Maestrelli, much like drink Kalu. Antoine like drink Kalu, too. Ah, uh, but wife Antoine don't want him to drink Kalu. She gets very mad because he don't make love to her after. All he feels is said, turn, 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 turn. <laughs> you see, Monsieur Ferrero, like I said, this is season of love. Well, what does this have to do with our work? Oh, when Antoine tells Monsieur Maestrelli it's season of love, Maestrelli say we wait for end of season. What is the season of love? What's it's it the mean? time when a man flower must fall in love with a woman flower. Excuse me, I'm afraid I didn't hear the flower. The man vanilla flower loves the woman vanilla flower. Ah, may I have a look? Yeah, sure. Janine will explain you. Janine, <laughs> show the engineer your flower. It's artificial pollination. Pollen of male flower on female flower. Ah, it's interesting work. Helping the flowers is not work. Au revoir. Au revoir. We'll work someplace else. Yes, Mr. Ferreira. All right. So, later on, as they're working, the ladies are playing in the water all naked. So, thank you, movie. Definite thank you, movie. A lot yep. of beautiful ladies there, not just Laura Jemsner, although she's no. definitely the most striking for me. And and they're all very happy to be there. So, <laughs> this is all very, very good stuff. <laughs> yeah, they are purposely doing this to tantalize and tease these gentlemen into coming over and giving them attention. So much so that uh, they even grab our main dude and drag him into the water to uh, play with him for a little bit. And with the music in the background and me seeing something like this happen in Cannibal Holocaust, I start flashing yeah. back to Cannibal Holocaust and get worried. Exactly. You just think, holy shit, they're all going to eat him. He's dead. <laughs> and not in a good way, but they're all naked. So I'm going to enjoy this is what I'm. Yeah, thinking. right. So it's probably going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, anyway, as they're doing it, Laura gets out and she heads into the jungle and he gets away from the women and he follows her in there. They go to her hut where she usually sleeps. She prays a little bit and then they go to Bone Town. Thank you, movie. 
Uh, and that is the end of the first 20 minutes. <laughs> a sex scene with Laura Gemsner is so much more enjoyable than just your average sex scene, for sure. I, I, I agree. I so agree. It's just, oh, man. A lot yeah. of full frontal female nudity that is primarily Miss Gemsner as well in this. Too. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's all okay. There ain't nothing wrong with it, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's all a great major thank you movie, and Matt's very happy that we have 12 more weeks after this one of the same kind of content. Oh, I'm just so happy. <laughs> I've never I've never been I've never seen my mood improve from uh one series of shows we're doing to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is my reward. Just like for a you. few weeks ago, we were doing Tiger Claws. <laughs> <laughs> right, and we were both pretty fucking miserable. Yeah, absolutely. Laura Gemsner's <laughs> perked us both up quite a bit, I think. <laughs> boy as she ever uh but yeah uh you know the first 20 it started out yeah listen guys it's a this is an hour 27 minute movie smash and grab just to get laura gemsner naked um and i i'm fine with that i don't know about you so it also seems like all the people that are coming to change the way this island is being uh handled and anytime that they're trying to develop it in some way shape or form the developers that come here are essentially seduced into the island life and away from wanting to have it come to harm and yeah, they're they, they, they're hinting they're, that it's happening in a rate that is quite unnatural as well. Yeah, that is that is exactly it. It is that they are like, well, no one really, uh, you know, any other surveyor who goes there to try to work on it, they they never complete their work and they disappear. So uh, good because you know the island seems nice. Why why should uh, let's let's be honest. Why should a bunch of colonizers come in and ruin the fucking thing? Although they right. kind of already have because there's a goddamn priest on here. We'll get to that soon. <laughs> right, right. The colonization and the ruination has already happened. The industrialization is the part that would ruin everything. Yeah. So let's let's not do that. I mean, we've already they've already done enough to fucking harm this place. So let's uh, keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And besides, they're wel- welcoming all visitors with open legs, too. So I yeah, mean, this I is mean, not such a bad place to visit. No, this this seems like a very friendly place. These people are very nice. <laughs> yeah, sexually speaking, they're all okay. Yeah, I mean, everyone's uh everyone's really getting the job done. You know, everyone's helping each other out and they're doing a good job of it. <laughs> yeah, it lives up to the whole free love that's in the title. Definitely. Yeah. We've seen that so far. We can move on. All right. So, uh the next 20 minutes start uh they wake up after, you know, sleeping off their boning and a bunch of ladies are looking in the window and Laura Gemster makes the joke that she's like, oh, well, now that you've had me, now you have to have all my friends. And he's like, oh, God, I, I don't know if I can do that. And I'd be like, God damn it, asshole. This is where you're supposed to try. <laughs> OK, I want to call bullshit on that, because first of all, what she's saying is, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. <laughs> That'd be making love forever. <laughs> Making it as easy, friendship never ends. Oh, the I'm point. sorry. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a make. pro on the uh, Spice Girls. No, it's fine. I can tell you what I want, what I really, really want. What do you really, really want? <laughs> I can tell you what I want. But, but what you really, really want. Not, right. not some fake shit. Right. But the, the point that she's making is, like, yeah. you know, this is the island life. Like, we sleep around here. We all enjoy. Yeah. And this is all yeah. clips for me anyway. But... <laughs> 
And he he says, oh, God, no, and gets all sheepish about it. And I'm like, dude, at least, like, disappoint three other women before you give up. Yeah, I mean, dude, you've, I mean, listen, you're not doing, uh, come on, man, get it together, all right? Stop being a goddamn bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Right. If nothing else, your job is to maintain and not blow your load too fast and become a pogo stick for these ladies. Listen, man, you give those ladies the most uh, adequate 30 minutes of their lives, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. You've already surmounted the pinnacle of all the ladies that you could have, which is Laura Gemsner. The rest should not even be a fear for you. Yeah, right? I mean, you've already got, like, the top dog on the island. The rest of them, man, this should be easy to bag if you're able to bag Laura Gemsner. I mean, come on. (laughs) Yeah, and they're actually interested in your shit, so why not give it a shot? They want to do it. So, I mean, Jesus, <laughs> get in there, man. Yeah, Start that's some, working. There's some weird puritanical shit going on with this dude. We need to move on. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, all right. So uh, then we cut to uh, Laura Jemser is going to visit a priest because, once again, the colonization has happened. Assholes. Uh, and that is our next clip. Father, I've done it again. I have to confess. What? I mean, right now? No, this morning. I came as soon as we finished. <sighs> All right, wait in the confessional. That'll do, girl. <sighs> They're always at it. They never stop on the silent. You always say it's wrong, Father Gillespie. Yet you see, when you say we must give food to the hungry, drink to the thirty, then why shouldn't we give everything else that a man wants? You <sighs> said to me it's a sin. At this moment, I repent for my sin, Father, and I won't do it again. Yet, if anyone touches me like this, caresses me. I have such sensitive skin, Father. If anyone just just struck my breast, I could not resist. I could be mistaken, but in the meantime, I would like to know whatever you can find out about this fellow Chauvard. I await your reply with interest. Here is your lunch. All right, thanks. Oh, uh, Isabel, where do I have to go to post a letter? You will have to ask Lambert. It's no use asking me. I never write letters, and I never receive letters, monsieur. I am not writing letters because nobody ever taught me to write. And I am not receiving letters because nobody ever taught me to read. Signor Maestrelli wrote many letters, and now this engineer writes letters, but I do not post them. It is Lambert who posts the letters. True, Lambert. Hmm, I post them, so I'll send this letter the way I sent the rest of them. No, Lambert. Uh, why not? I thought you should be ashamed of yourself for attempting to destroy that letter. And besides, it is against the law, and I must not allow you to break the law. But I thought you said not to send these letters. No, 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 no. It is our duty to send this letter. It may be urgent. Uh, No, I'm sure it cannot be urgent. Nothing is urgent. I want you to send this letter on its way immediately. Yeah, this literally is just uh, nonsense dialogue strewn together with uh, weird happenstance scenarios that are just pasted together to fill in the blanks between the fuck scenes. That's all this is here for. Yeah, pretty much. It's uh, it's not bad. <laughs> could be worse. It could be worse. You could have shit dialogue and no naked Laura Gemsner. That's all I'm saying. Right. It's it's fun. It's silly. There's nothing to take serious about any of this. And it's no. clear that they are fucking with this guy and trying to impede him in his duties and get him to also fall in love with the island through sex. Yes, of course, because what they do is they take the letter, put it in a bottle and sh- throw it into the ocean. Mm hmm. So they, they are keeping their word and delivering it. They just yeah. aren't delivering it. It's just it's just the it's the long way around. <laughs> it's right. never going to get anywhere. Exactly. So Laura and the dude, they tour her town, her village. And that is our next clip. You know what they say? This is a Garden of Eden. For me, it's a good imitation. No, they mean the real one. <laughs> I'm not very good on ancient history, but I always thought the Garden of Eden near Jerusalem. 
No, it was here. There is a tree of life here. The tree of knowledge? Well, I don't know what you call it. I will show you. Look there. You can see the male flower. Male, like Adam, like you. Because it is the male who gives life. And life is good and beautiful. It starts with an act of love. And there is a plant of female fruit, like Eve and me. But on a night like this, there is a secret spell, like magic. And the two are joined together with love. that you ask many questions about the other engineer, Master Ellie. Mm -hmm. You know that my sister and him were in love. <laughs> they used to come here. They took one of these away the last time they were here. A fruit from the female tree. Then they went away. I don't know where. I'm sure they must have left the island, but they're happy, I know. There's just something about the vaginas of the women on this island that will take an engineer and turn him into an islander immediately. Yeah, right? It is, uh, I mean, I, I don't think you and I would last long. We, we, we would have to stay on the island for forever. <laughs> Are you saying that Laura Gemsner would seduce you into an island life immediately? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to be sure. I'm not disagreeing I mean with you. All right, I just, I didn't know. I thought maybe you're being a dick about everything. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just needed actual verbal confirmation. I mean, what about you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, all right, all right. Just wanted to make sure I wasn't too far out on a limb. I'm pretty um, much sure that we could speak for the entirety of our audience. I think everybody yeah. out there just collectively said, yeah, yeah. to that question. Yeah, especially this island. I mean, everything seems fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the place to be because, like, eventually, you know, even if you decide to get bored with Laura Gems, they're like, why would you? But if you did, I yeah. mean, clearly everybody else is ready to throw down. So if you're into it and you want to give it a shot, this island is yeah. the place to do it. They're all like, yeah, don't take your work so seriously. God damn, just... Seems like not that bad. <laughs> well, their work in particular is going to spoil the island, which is why they're trying to talk them out of it through sex. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we, can, we can move on. I'm sorry. Right. They were checking out her town. And that is our next clip. When he speaks to you, his brother. And you, the wife of his brother. And you, the sons of the wife of his brother. It's a great pleasure for Antoine that you all go fishing and that you bring much fish to Antoine because Antoine is very big and must eat lots. But Antoine cannot go fishing with you because he works for the mine. And the mine is not ready, so Antoine not bring home any money and the wife of Antoine is furious if he doesn't find fish. Why don't you fish with us until the mine is ready? <laughs> because if Antoine do two job, he's stealing work from What's another this? man. Some kind of fish tree? Oh no, not that's my brother. Anyway. He's hanging the fish to dry. Janine! They'll be stinking soon. Oh no, they will dry out in the sea. For the best season, we must keep them preserved like this. Ah. <laughs> Ever seen a car, me? Is that one there? This one belongs to us. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Papa. You've got a pretty daughter. <laughs> <laughs> this is my aunt. But she cannot talk to us. Why not? 
She is a never talk, it is said. She is a deaf mute. Her husband finds the coconuts. In the trees? No, he's too lazy on the ground. <laughs> Janine! I'm too busy. But I feel like it now. That's my mother. Hello, Maman. And my grandmother. Monsieur Ferrero. Bonjour. Bonjour. You're nice eyes, like Monsieur Mastrelli. Permit I give you three of our fruit? <laughs> you know his meaning? Now, wait a minute. That might be a little confusing. After all, Eve didn't have a mother in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> so that was her mom with like another man that's like enamored with her who may or may not have been another surveyor engineer that got seduced into the island life as well as what they're implying. Uh, that's how you do it, man. <laughs> These ladies know how to make sure that this island stays exactly the way they want it. Yeah, yeah, they, they're... They're making sure everything's going just the right way, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I wish uh, the power of vagina could be used to change the rest of our world, too, and fix it. I mean, it should. It really, really should. But uh, <laughs> goddamn, it just does it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's called the patriarchy, which we need to smash. Yes, of course. Fucking A. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So then we go back to work and the boss man wants him to take a break. And that is our next clip. You know, whatever power put that silver under the earth also provided plenty what? of distractions on it. Plenty of what? Distractions. Absolutely. But if the same power doesn't help me get on with my work, the silver's going to remain where he put it. And so it should, Senor Ferrero, where it will do less harm. Come up here and look around. At what, Shavad? First at this lovely house. I can see it from here. Why don't you come up? Maestro Lee said the same thing. But then he saw the view, and it helped him to understand. To understand what? To understand that the good Lord made a very nice job of this island. Why spoil it, mon ami? Now, let's see this marvelous view. Well, I'll make a nice job of the mine, Shavad. We'll do all our work under the ground, and the top remains as it was. You are so naive. Nothing ever remains as it was, my friend. Well, even the catacombs had to be dug out. Finding silver wasn't the reason. Huh. What are you after, Shavad? My mistress lived in this house, Marie Blanche. I gave it to her so she'd stay here. This was to have been our home. She died? No, she ran away, taking my money with her, every penny I possess. I'm sorry. The temptation was too great. When I came to Emerald, I brought almost 10 million francs with me. Oh, quite a sum. I suppose the police never caught her, but it must have happened a long time ago. Not long enough. No, I still remember. I never reported her to the police because, unfortunately, the money she took was already stolen money. It's begun to rain. The map and my instruments. Bastard, all my work is completely wasted. The devil take this rain. Merci, mon then he's working and Laura comes in and she crawls up on his desk and lays down and then they go to bone town on the desk because I would assume that would help out anybody's stress about work. Uh, so, um, I mean, when uh, Laura Jemsner lays down in front of you and wants you inside of her, you give her what she wants. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are so not wrong. I, I, I'm trying to find like anything I can argue for that. Uh, but nope, nope, there, there ain't nothing. Uh, so resistance uh, is futile at this yeah, point. Like pretty you just, much, right? You just are going to do it. You know, you will. Then we see a guy is out in the ocean and he's playing with a turtle and Laura comes out playing with it. I got worried when I saw the turtle and thought, Oh shit. But, uh, right. 
This entire time, yeah. I same thing. I'm like, good lord, there are we, we gonna go. see animal cruelty? Please, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, this has been such a good time. Let's not ruin it, right? Uh, well, then I, anyway, we cut to. I, I still didn't work. like the. I still didn't like the way the guy was handling the turtle, but like, thankfully, he was just like flipping it around and like letting it fall down and like was playing with the turtle, but still, it was not cool. He should have just let the fucking thing be. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Well, then we cut to the guys they're surveying, and a guy purposely backs up over the guy's tripod and camera. Uh, and uh, so after this, they get freaked out, and one of the guys said, hey, maybe my uncle can fix it, because he did a lot of stuff in like for World War II. And they meet the guy's uncle, and he's like, yeah, he's not going to be able to fix it. That's the dumbest <laughs> thing ever. Um, and so... The thing Sorry, that he, that uh, that's okay. I got a little filler for something I wanted okay. to put in here. The thing that actually got backed over was part of what they used for the surveying. It wasn't just a camera. Um, I forget exactly how it works, but it checks things on a level and you're being, you'll be, be able to measure massive distances by looking through that. It's like a special optical, um, like a telescope kind of thing, but it's like specifically for measuring distances and that's what surveyors use. And that's why they had that ruler that would raise to certain heights so that they could calculate distances by, by using that essentially. I, I don't know how else to put it, but that's what they were using. And that's what got I got gotcha. you. And because yep. that was broken and that was a special type of optical lens that was hard or difficult to replace, that's why it was like, well, maybe this guy can repair it, but it, you know, like not just anybody can. And it also impedes his work, not, you know, even more than Laura Gemsner wanting to sleep with him. Yeah, right. Um, so, okay. So the cut, the, we cut to now the guys are talking and they're like, this is kind of like, uh, this is horse shit. And he's like, well, the boss man's like, why don't you get to the mainland and maybe you can contact you know, your, your corporation through there. So he and Laura head to the mainland. They get to the comm station, and that is our next clip. Bonjour. I'd like to telephone Milan, Italy. You say you want to talk to Italy? Sorry, you're out of luck. There's a fault in the line connecting this office to the radio transmitter. But this is very urgent. Sure there's no way? The only thing I can suggest, sir, is that you try going straight to the transmitter station and see if they can connect you directly. Thanks. I'll give it a try, but I think it's too late to get through. Too late? They only listen for our signal at certain hours. This is OB calling AZ, OB calling. This is OB calling AZ, OB calling. Sorry, you'll have to come back again tomorrow morning. Tomorrow. It's almost like well, everybody's working against this dude. Right. Well, after that, the two go ahead and they explore uh, the town. And that's the end of that 20 minutes before we go into the next 20. Like the dude's clearly falling in love and he knows that what he's doing is not the best thing for this island, but he's so dedicated to doing his business. And this is kind of the way that Dracula could have got Renfield to be under control without actually having to make Renfield his vampire bitch. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, like, the, the power of vagina is quite strong, and it has quite the sway over a straight man or anyone that's actually attracted to someone with a vagina, I guess. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, they really do just, they're, they're really just running it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they pretty much can own anything they want. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's all going well for them. Yeah, yeah. Unless, you know, the world has to pass laws in order to control that thing even more, as we've seen. Bullshit. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hate it. Hate it. <laughs> All right. Well, they then go to dinner and have a conversation. Dialogue. It's our next clip. Oh, that's not how I really feel, Janine. Personally, I don't really care about my strength. I didn't even know him. But something must have happened. People don't just disappear like that without any warning. He did not disappear. He went away. How could he go away? What about his work? After all, work's important. How can he just give up his career? 
I don't know career. What does it mean? Mm, I guess you might say a career is a struggle to achieve one's success. Why do you need to struggle to get success? <laughs> of course, it wouldn't make much sense to folks like you people on Emerald. You're not accustomed to it. But having a career is a way of, of becoming more important than one is. A way of getting ahead of everyone else until you're top man, Jimmy. Mastrelli was very fond of Rukaya. You want to try it? It is named the fruit of Syrian happiness. The happiness born within, not from outside. See, my sister taught many things to Mastrelli. I want to do the same for you. Who knows if true happiness does exist on Emerald? Maybe we must seek it elsewhere like they did. Far away from Emerald, a home of our own. Come on. Like, seriously, does she really need this magical fruit? Just look at the way she looks in this fucking dinner and yeah, how radiant right. she is, and you just can't stop staring at Laura Gems during these scenes at all. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so we get a trippy little cutaway uh, where he's like, visions of her, the ocean, all this stuff. And then we cut to he wakes up on the beach and he is alone. He asked the lady if she saw the woman he was with, and she said, yeah, she took off on a boat. Uh, we got back to the island and church is starting and we see boss dude is doing a dark spell, uh, against the abusers of the land. Uh, then uh, our main dude, uh, he gets back to the island, talks to the boss man. And that's our next clip. Hello. Ferrero. I managed to get through to Milan. You must feel relieved. Not really. I asked for some information about you. I was surprised what I found out. I'm finally beginning to understand what's been going on around here. You mean about the disappearance of Janine? No. Janine's in her cabin. They already told me. I mean about the other things. Work going so slowly, the instrument's getting broken. The facts behind this mine that can't seem to get started. They know all about you, Shavad. I'm more famous than I thought. I'm sorry. Tell me, are you sure your people told you absolutely everything? I think so. But uh, perhaps we should go over the facts together on the off chance they left anything out. So you know I worked for a bank in Geneva with foreign branches in France, Germany, and England. Mm -hmm. The trouble is people are inclined to trust the tellers in most banks if they look reasonably honest, as they apparently thought I did. And subsequently it came about that my till was crammed with cash. Mm -hmm. And you too would have put the trust in me, I think, just like the others. I hope you're not going to start to tell me the same old story about your girlfriend running off the money you stole. You don't expect that I'd believe such a pack of lies, do you? Sure, why not? But I suppose you think I'm using the money I stole to acquire shares in your company. We know there's a faction that's trying to push down the market value of our shares. The more trouble we run into here, the more shareholders will sell. You might have done that. Instead of enjoying your ill-gotten gains, you would have used it to speculate and try to get control of your company. That is not my way. My way is to have my money stolen entirely by a girl. <laughs> I heard from Marie Blanchevard the other day. She seems to be sorry. Huh? And did she send back my money? She made no mention of the money because she thought I didn't know she'd stolen it. However, I feel she's genuinely sorry. She says she misses the island and would like to come back to Emerald. Well, Father, if she can't back to visit you, I hope the collection box is locked. If it comes to that, Shavad, I shall have to lock it when you're visiting the church as well. But I don't do it as it's always empty. <laughs> I worry about you for a very different reason. Listen, Lambert's been talking to me. Hmm? I know that you... Oh, our Italian friend. We have a guest. Have you met God's legal representative on the island? Hello there. Father Gillespie, Signor Ferrero. You know, Father, Signor Ferrero I also do. works for an important organization. I believe they have 125 million capital. Father Gillespie's company has many more shareholders. 
But who could estimate its market value? Hmm. Pity you can't fiddle that, eh, Shabbat? It must take a lot of faith to be a priest, I think. Hmm. I mean, here on Emerald, you must have a great sense of vocation. Well, I wouldn't say that. No? How do you explain it? Uh, if I'd been very dedicated, I think I would have remained at home. To fight evil in the big city slums, the struggle is more deadly and bitter. One is easily in the wrong. But most of the time, you can avoid being in the wrong by trying to do what is ah, right. It's not always easy to decide what's right. And in spite of doubts, one must love without complaining. I admire your talent for preaching about divine love, Father. In a place so full of the profane kind. Ah, you're thinking of Janine. She's as simple as a child, but be careful, Alice. How do you mean, be careful? Are you afraid I might want to hurt the girl? Mm, that yes, that could easily happen. But I was thinking that you're likely to get hurt. You bear the burden of our culture. Experience is at a loss when faced with innocence. <laughs> well, children, have you studied your catechism? Well, we'll soon see. Now, who is God? Come on, who is God, eh? Hey, what's this? What's the matter? You're supposed to go to your catechism lesson, no? Charlie wants to speak with you. Does she? Then tell me where she is. Am I dear? Will you talk with me? Huh? I'd be very glad to, Geraldine. You must be lonely now Janine has left you, but Geraldine can make you happy, I think. <laughs> You're too late. Can I come back next year? Yes, come back next year. Jesus, okay. Yeah. So the dude walks the beach, and he's just kind of walking around, and then a naked lady on a horse rides up, and that is our next clip. And also, thank you, movie. And thank you, movie. Hi. Hi. Where did you spring from, Brother Paleface? Well, from church, if you Were must. Were Did you ask for anything? Yes, I said I wanted to find a lovely, naked, white girl riding a gray horse right here on Emerald <laughs> Island. Now my prayer has been granted. Do you want anything else? How about having lunch? All right. Only as a long-standing resident on the island, I think Sister Paleface should invite Brother Paleface home to her cabin. Do you object to my not wearing a tie? Are you kidding? You can't shout me, you know. Jump on. Alley up. <laughs> Hold tight. Uh-huh. Francesco, my baby, why haven't you written? Are you sick or something? I have the most dreadful cold, but I don't suppose that matters to you. You see, I'm always thinking of you, even when I'm not well. How are you managing all by yourself without Mama to take care of? To cook for you and bring hot milk when you go to bed, so you sleep well. And don't catch colds like your poor Mama. But why should I bother talking about me if you can't? Be sure you eat properly and try and have a little fun once in a while. Even if you're far from home and your dear mother, who loves you so much and is always worrying about you. Lots of love and kiss. Your loving mother. Here. Don't know who you are, but you can cook. Well, my name is Katie. I believe in living a natural life, and I loathe modern civilization. Oh. So you hang Christmas tree ornaments on a palm tree. <laughs> Been here that long? Time will never make any difference to my passion about Christmas trees. Christmas represents romance and all that. It has a religious meaning as well. It was a pagan festival in origin. <laughs> Touché. Tell me, Katie, have you decided to be a pagan forever? Do you intend to spend your whole life living on this island? Until I grow old. And then I'll return home with my memories. 
All right. So then they go to Bone Town, of course. Our dude is walking around outside the house. And he finds Laura passed out outside. Uh, he uh, tries to wake her up, and we see images of the white lady dancing naked. Uh, Laura and the dude then the next day go swimming, and he finds his letter in a bottle. He confronts the uh, bad boss man, and that is our next clip. This time you've gone too far. I want a complete explanation from you. What was this letter doing in that bottle? But you frightened me. Of course I can tell you. Suppose you tell me first how the letter came into your hands. This is a serious thing. It's my duty to report you. But you wouldn't, would you? If you think you can joke your way out of this, you're mistaken. It proves you're up to something funny. And if you won't tell me what you and Lambert are playing at, I'll find out for myself sooner or later. Whatever you're doing, you must be mad. It was for your good. What do you mean? I merely wanted you to become a more complete person. To free you from unhappy memories of the past. To prevent you from sacrificing yourself to work. However, if you insist, Isabel, give the engineer his present. Those are Maestrelli's instruments. He no longer needed them. Merry Christmas. That's yours. Aye, it is. I believe Maestrelli went off with Janine's sister. Yes. I guess he was crazy or something. <laughs> As a matter of fact, okay. I don't know what to think. That's best sometimes. Strange coming from you, father. Well, it's like this. I try to concentrate on seeing God's goodness all around me. I wouldn't know how. To be perfectly honest, I find it impossible, because I'm like you. I have to think to keep alive. Intelligence is a burden. I don't believe Eden is the right location to put a priest. Or a silver mine. It's less dangerous. You toil in the bowels of the earth. You don't dig in men's hearts or excavate their souls. All right. So then uh, we see uh, there's Christmas celebration is starting, and we see a dude hanging a bat. Uh, then a lot of the town take out boats, and they celebrate Christmas uh, out on the water. And that is the end of that 20 minutes before we go to the final 30. I uh, wanted to point out that some of our listeners would probably recognize the main boss dude who ends up being like this bad dude that's doing all the voodoo. Um, yeah. Most of them would recognize him from several Italian films. But I think the one that most prominently even you would recognize him from is in uh, Lucio Fulci's City of the Living Dead, a.k.a. Gates of Hell. He is the one that pushes Bob's head down onto that drill press and drills through Bob's fucking head. He's the guy that does that when he finds Bob with his daughter in Gates of oh. Hell, a.k.a. City of the Living Dead. Damn. Nice. Yeah. So if people are like, where do I know this guy from when they see this film? That's probably where you know him from if you've seen City of the Living Dead, a.k.a. Gates of Hell. Yeah. That's yeah, all, all I right. got. We there can you move go. on. I mean, cool. otherwise, right. this movie is just about fucking and delaying this guy from doing his surveying. Yeah, by fucking. So, yeah. I mean, that's not a <laughs> plot. That's just something that we got to enjoy watching. Yeah. Uh, so then during the ceremony, we see the bad guy doing his own ceremony. Uh, and we see the bat. Well, the bats that were being hung are now skinned. And he puts the skin bat on a cross like it's a crucified now. Hey, look, it works out from the last uh, last week's show. Yay, tied uh, together. More of that Katie lady dancing. I, I For a bunch of my notes, was the white lady. Uh, <laughs> Fair. She is a lady that is white. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, so I'm just saying. Uh, she's dancing some more. And then the dude and Laura are on the beach. And she's they're all just kind of relaxing. And the white lady comes up in our next clip. Brother Pale Face. Ooh, Brother Pale Face isn't very friendly. Oh, so you take your work to heart. <laughs> right here is where I'm going to sink my first shaft. That's the spot. Hmm. Good for you. Hello, Janine. Hello. Do you know, in the old days, the Maasai used to paint the bodies of their sacrificial victims. 
So the victims were works of art. <sighs> but then they ate them. So we'll never know what they look like. <laughs> I wonder what the victims felt. What's it like, Janine? <sighs> Here is the center of all life. The focus of pleasure. The focus of death. Come on, victim. <laughs> Good Lord, that was a hot fucking scene. Yeah, she paints her. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> That's unfair. And, and she uses this very pale, like purple paint that really accents uh, Laura Jemsner's skin tone so well. And yeah. it's actually, it's pretty erotic as she's doing it. And like, as she's describing it and then the little moan noises that you can hear uh, in your headphones in the clip, folks, you're welcome for that because that whole sequence is just glorious. It is. It's, it really is a lot of fun. <laughs> this is uh, what you came here for was that yeah, this sequence. Is, this is what you wanted. Uh, so <laughs> then after painting her, uh, they go play in the water. Uh, the dude, then we cut to the dude later on. He walks to Laura's hut and finds that she is in bed with another man. Like uh, passed out cold, like his Jimmy runs so deep it put her butt to sleep. Yep. The dude looks at him when he's looking at the dude and the dude just clutches her in closer and she just snuggles to him and doesn't even fucking wake up. And it's like real possessive. I'm in charge now. Bullshit, man. And it's fucking gross. Yeah, he's not too happy about it. So he goes to the white lady's place. And that is our next clip. The same thing happened to my Australian. He came here to have a good cry on my shoulder exactly the way you are. My strain. You see, he really didn't understand. He didn't know what was happening to his girlfriend. And you don't either. What is there to understand? I think it is all perfectly simple. On this island, no one's ever that simple, dear. Not Chavad, no Father Gillespie, none of us. But if you wanted to explain, you could. What do you want me to say? Explain about the mind. Well, that's very easy. The mind is a nuisance for everyone, don't you see? All of us came here to Emerald for different reasons. But we're all running away from something. Something which the mind would inevitably bring here with it. Shavad's crazy, you see. You think so? Intelligent and rather dangerous. Mm, well, yes. Be careful of him. And what exactly should I be careful of? He's capable of anything. I'm sure he wouldn't try to murder me. Don't bet on it. We are all highly expert in witchcraft here. In voodoo and black magic. But I never use it to harm anyone. Only to have the men I find exciting. Shavad is possessed by a kind of demon which drives him to seek disaster. He's a failure as a banker, as a robber, as a man. I'm a failure as a painter, but I think I'm all right as a woman. And for you, I never hesitated to use magic. You know, I like your magic a lot better than his. Do you? Bound chicka bow wow. Oh, yeah. Right. So, so essentially what she's trying to say is this island has free love. Nobody is like a couple and you can either like that and go off with someone for a little while but not fully possess them or you can just leave the island because that's not how it works yeah you can be totally sad about life but or or you can just get with the fucking program <laughs> right like everybody's fucking everybody that wants everybody to fuck them so like get in yeah. with it and just get down you know yeah just just be cool man if you could be cool this could be a lot of fun for you if right. you're gonna be all uncool you should probably go the fuck home the only thing that needs to be developed here is a free clinic to help keep down the amount of stds that could happen from this free love society no true true and and like maybe what you do because if the people indigenous to the island are fine if they leave the island to come back, they have to do a test to wait for it to come back clean. Outsiders who come in, they have to do a test. And then after that, you should be pretty golden. Right. And contraceptives. Get a lot of contraceptives. Right, right. And then also the pill and some IUDs and whatever else yeah. you need to, to yeah. make sure that you're family planning accordingly. Exactly. 
<laughs> just be safe and after all wash your hands before and after two kids yeah uh, agree yeah 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 and whatever you're gonna do also do that wash your hands all right <laughs> All right, we we can we can move on. We've, right. we've we've told the kids to be safe again. Yes, exactly. We're you know we're responsible. Um. So then uh then she kind of goes over what Laura means to the bad guy, and the dude's like, "Hey, she means just as much to me." Then we cut to the wedding of a elderly couple, and the dude gets to the church and sees Laura, and she smiles at him. But uh, then he gets flashes of a voodoo doll, or so, there are just flashes of a voodoo doll. Um. So uh, then the ceremony completes and Laura with her kind of her main squeeze, I guess, at this point, they walk up to the dude. And that is our next clip. How are you, Francesco? All right. Did you come to look for me? To tell you I have to go away. Are you leaving? Yes. It's the best thing. I don't suppose you mind. I'm awfully sad, really. I'm always sad when a friend leaves. <laughs> she said I not. Good morning, Father. Charming wedding. You're teasing me, I suppose. But what brings you to church anyway? I'm kind of worried. I just can't decide what's the right thing to do. So I came to ask your help. Go back to Italy. I get the feeling that everyone here wants me to go, including you, Father. Why stay? You'll never accomplish anything. I don't know. There are some mysterious things happening. And one of the most mysterious is that my staying here on the island bothers you now. No, not really. It's just that if you don't leave, you'll end up like Maestrelli. Since you're the one who brought up the subject, how about explaining just what happened to him? He began to look for something that isn't here. This island looks like Eden when one arrives here. It's only an illusion instead. What ruined it, then? I have the distinct impression that Shavad has something to do with it. For instance, everybody is so mysterious about him. Perhaps you're really on his side. No, dear God, you don't know how wrong you are. I'm a prisoner, man. I would love to leave the island, but I have to go on baptizing the children, marrying the adults, burying the dead. For going all happiness. Go now. So the priest has got some problems because he can't get the nookie on the free love society that he so desperately craves. Yep. Oh, yeah. So I'd say I feel bad, but these are choices he made. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, that night, the uh, dude stumbles upon a tribal ceremony. He sees Katie there and tells her he's looking for Laura. She's dancing around and she's just like, hey, look at this one place. And then she just goes nutty at the ceremony, having a real good time. That's all true. Then that's fine for everyone. I, I'm for what everyone's doing there because it looks like everyone wants to be there. And it's so, all anyway, ladies dancing, too. And thank you, movie. Yeah. Thank you, movie. Uh, he finds the bad guy playing the violin. Then he sees like visions of Laura asking for his help. Uh, then as he follows her, the bad guy turns into a doll. So the dude grabs the guy's violin. Somehow that's magic. He breaks it, which frees Laura. They leave the island together in our final clip. Janine, my love. Now I know what happened to my Australia. He took your sister by the hand as I have taken you. And together they departed. Free at last, they sailed across the sea to look for that something which can no longer be found on Emerald. Something which will be theirs forever. And ours, too. I don't know what it is, but I know it must exist. We will go on searching till we find it. Uh, monogamy, I guess? Yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing, but uh, roll credits. 
this society on the island is all about the free love. We we saw that, sure. And then the people that are leaving the island are leaving because it's the one thing that they can't find, which is monogamy, because it's a free yeah. love society on the, the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, goddamn. Right? That, I mean, listen, I don't know, but an adolescent's dream, this would probably be. <laughs> yeah, you can disappoint multiple partners uh, in a of week. Of course you can. On this island. It'd be awesome. Disappoint? Listen, that would be, as I always say, it would be very adequate what I would do. They'd be like, you know what? It wasn't bad, and it doesn't take up a lot of your time. That's being with me in a nutshell. <laughs> What you're saying is you offer them to be moderately underwhelmed. Not underwhelmed. They are fair. It's fair. They feel fair. Moderately satisfied? Yes. Moderately satisfied, and it doesn't take up a lot of their time. <laughs> well, that end result that you're promising to me sounds like you just are going to offer an underwhelming performance then. You know, you can think what you want. I know what I'm offering here. <laughs> <laughs> I choose to believe that while I will not complete the mission to 100% goal, I will at least leave the customer somewhat moderately satisfied. Listen. Are they going to sit with their friends to talk about what a wild, fantastic time they had? Not a chance. But are they going to sit with their friends and complain about it? Not a chance at all either. They just won't ever probably bring it up except for maybe to say, you know what? I have a lot of free time now. (laughs) I guess there is something to be said about getting the job done efficiently. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I am efficient. (laughs) Yeah, just like when we covered this movie, we got this done in basically an hour and some change. Uh, not too bad. Uh, there yeah. is no plot. The plot is essentially what yep. I said it was, but somehow there's dark voodoo magic on the island too. It somehow the violin is everything, or uh, was because once it's destroyed, then that's it. Yeah, yeah. So and they never really showed the violin before to the very end. Not really. So it's that was kind of surprising. Right. You're not really sure what it is that he's supposed to have sway over, but like essentially Laura Gemsner didn't want to sleep with this other man. It was just basically the voodoo master trying to bring the guy in and then like send him away embarrassed and brokenhearted to never return. Yeah. yeah. And well, and I think he loved Laura Gemsner, so he didn't care about if she didn't sleep with him, but he needed her there and he couldn't let this guy take her away. Like the sister got taken away because he tried the yeah. same shit there yes yeah I, that's as best as i can figure it <laughs> in between just... in between trying to pay attention to dialogue while i'm also you know you know laura jimster's naked so i mean i'm just saying yeah you're typing notes one-handed is what you're saying yeah oh yeah definitely <laughs> but i'm talented at doing it <laughs> matt's like i do it at work all day i can do it if my god damn right too <laughs> I'm I'm no slouch. <laughs> uh, I'm fucking done. I don't know. You want to try and do a story time and then we can call it a night? Sure. Why not? All right. We're going to take the break here. We're going to play a, another song that I picked out that will hopefully be fitting of the movie Free Love starring Laura Gemsner. And when we come back, we'll have a story
again, hoping I pick something that is befitting of the movie in some way, shape, or form. Uh, well, I guess we'll see whenever the final edit actually happens, if anybody agrees or not. Yeah. Plus, only like six people really listen to Pirate Radio edits anyway. And to all six of you, thank you very much for giving a shit. Pretty. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice to you guys. <laughs> uh, well, let's get off of that uh, very downtrodden, dour moment that Court just had, like a sad bastard time, and let's get into story time. Yeah, right? Time. All right. I don't know if you've got anything for the Free Love Society. <laughs> uh, uh, free Love Society. I, nothing about. Uh, I can talk about the first time I ever saw Laura Gemsner. <laughs> if it's Emmanuel in Bangkok, you might as well save it for when we cover Emmanuel in Bangkok. Later. It is Emmanuel in Bangkok. Goddamn. Uh, <laughs> hmm. What else could I do? Uh, Hmm, you fucked me up on this one now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all you want to do is talk about seeing Laura Jensner for the first time and how that affected you as a young man. And uh, I've ruined that because we've got Emmanuel in Bangkok coming up later that you can tell that on. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Stuff and things, things and stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Fuck. Was your first skin flick also Emmanuel in Bangkok as a kid? Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's fucking awesome i've already told the story of uh my first one and what i saw um and we haven't covered that movie yet and we can't really tell that story that this is a this is the most awesome failed story time that we've ever come up with and if these don't become outtakes this is the actual story time is us telling the story of how miserably we can't tell a story this week yeah we i mean we can't tell a story because everything to do with these stories is just you know fuck Okay. Um, the only uh, thing that yeah. I can think of is if sex has ever interfered with your work, or oh cause god, that, yeah, because that was okay. like the main plot line of the story. Yeah. Um. So I was. Uh. Oh, geez. Uh. Yeah. So this was college, and I had what I can only refer to as uh maybe probably one of my biggest assignments of the year, and uh, it, it, it's college time. So I, this kind of goes to the free loving thing too, because it's called. I'm not dating anyone, but it's your freshman year of college. No one's really dating anyone. You know what I mean? Everyone's just kind of figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my, the, the, the door to my room was open and, and my roommate was, I think he went back home for a little bit to, uh, help out around the, is Danny. I went to college in the middle of nowhere and a lot of the kids in my dorm, a lot of the kids who went to college there, uh, were all kids of farmers. So sometimes these kids would have to miraculously just head home. Because it was like, uh, uh, whoops, you know, they had to head home, help out their parents or something. And it wasn't like anything like, uh, you know, they were never too far away. So, but they would leave. So I was just had my door open. I was actually able to do work in my, in my dorm room, which I usually never was able to, but just because it's kind of hard size dorm rooms, your roommates around. Um, so I was just kind of doing work in there. My door was open and this, uh, young lady who I went to college, who lived on my floor, who we have never talked anything, nothing, like nothing weird, always kind of strictly platonic stuff. Well, she came to my room and, uh, and we were just kind of talking and I don't really know how it happened. I could, could tell you to this day, we just started going at it. Just shut the door. It just started going at it. I mean, um, hormones, it's college. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, for lack of a better term uh 
we went at it for like a lot of hours and uh, then fell asleep and then woke up and went at it before I realized I missed my class. And I never got my final assignment done. <laughs> you fucked yourself right out of a fucking grade. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not not proud. Well, listen, my final grade, took, I was able to at least bullshit my way into getting uh because that was straight up failing me because that's how important the project was. And I was able to bullshit my way saying I got sick and he gave me another day to hand it in, but still I was going to get a discounted points. So uh, I still walked out with a C I aced my project, but because he would only discount the points. So if if that had happened, I would have aced that class, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) you literally fucked yourself out of a good grade. I really did. I really did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God damn. Now, I'm wondering, I have to be really careful about my college sex stories because a lot of them like involve my wife because we've been together that long. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's not all that cool for me to talk about any possible kill counts uh, before her in college either, <laughs> if you catch yeah. my traps. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hell, she heard me talking about the ones that happened, uh, you know, pre even going to college. She probably wouldn't really like that being told on the air. So probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, you know, it's, it's just us girls here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, I can definitely tell a similar story that matches uh, what happened with um, the dude walking in on another dude with the lady that he thought he was having a romance relationship with like that he oh okay girlfriend. yeah let's hear that one that has definitely happened to me actually in college uh oh. by the way <laughs> all right so a very similar kind of situation where in college uh in our dorms your doors would pretty much always have a thing where they would be open where you were like yeah you can just walk in if i know you kind of thing uh it was an old school like hotel like a holiday inn that got converted into a dorm rooms and uh the doors would always have the deadbolt latched open to hold the door open so it wouldn't even latch in any way shape or form and you could just push the door open a lot of people yeah. left their dorm room like that open all the time you know what i'm saying yeah all right so yeah, there was there was this girl that i was kind of uh into and seeing sort of like at the start of my college years and it like you said it's not really like anybody is really ever really like boyfriend girlfriend but it was no. like i i she liked me. I liked her. We were hanging out. Uh, things happened. We were yeah. kind of, I kind of thought maybe things were going to go somewhere after things happened, if you will. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to my buddy's room, like with the door that's like open like that, because you still knock, but you know, uh, I knock and, uh, I don't hear anything and I'm saying, hello, is anybody here? And as I'm turning the corner, She's in bed with my buddy and uh, (laughs) this is just somebody that I'm hanging out with. And like, he didn't know because like she and I were doing this on the down low anyway. Yeah. Cause that's just like, he's at fault. You can't really be mad at him. No, I'm not at all. If anything, I'm like, oh, I guess we're not, you know, like I over obviously assumed more than I I should have because this was a regular thing that was happening and it was never spoken. I wasn't upset more than I was just like more like kind of hurt. Like it's like, oh, well, I guess I never said what I wanted or didn't want. But then again, I shouldn't have made the assumption, but I'm still kind of hurt that this happened is like that feeling, right? Yeah, that's understandable. I handle it a lot better, but immediately after I'm seeing them in bed together, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. And I dart back around the corner, you know, like into the bathroom area and like, you know, they're kind of giggling it out and everything. And I'm just kind of standing there like feeling a little bit down and dour about it for like a moment or two. But then 
may end up dating for a little while and um later on like she starts cheating on him and at one oh. point she tried that with me because i was still oh. kind of single and i was like nope and i immediately let him know that that happened yeah good job that's <laughs> that's what you gotta do yeah so like it is a definitely um even if it was a thing that may or may not have been spoken or unspoken uh clearly she was not a person that believed in fidelity even when it was actually a relationship and was stated that it was one as well so there yeah is that. yeah and that's yeah that's not cool yeah and i did that in such a way as to not name and shame anyone but the people involved know who they are and they know they're not innocent yeah you know who you are. <laughs> you know what you did. You know what you did. <laughs> it's all good. All right. It's well, all good now. Uh, yeah. Let's just fucking end it right now. So on yeah. the pirate radio edit, we'll have a song that's befitting of and also copywritten. And then on the main feed, we'll just have a song that exists to fill in the time for the song that's on the pirate radio edit. And when we so, come back, we'll close out this fucking show. Exist. <laughs> if you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. song for the pirate radio edit was very fitting and the song that was for the main feed exists 
Yes, that that song definitely exists, and and it works well. It filled in the time that was left behind from the pirate radio edit for the six people that listened to it. Yeah, that's nice for them. <laughs> if you'd like to find the previous instances where I shame the people for being too low of a number for listening to a thing that I work on, uh, <laughs> the previous 428 episodes that that has happened at is at legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast. <laughs> Jesus, look at you. Now you go from king shaming to listening and shaming. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I'm just all sorts of fucked up today, man. It's okay. You fucking can... Uh, I'm, I'm with you, dude. I'm, I'm fucking out of it, too. Don't worry about it. You can reach out to me on the Legion Discord chat to try and find out what it is that's got me all discombobulated. And then here is the meme rundowns to give you the positivity in the world that is so very rapidly dying before our eyes. Again, I promise you positively in the memes, not my voice. Uh, that is cinema underscore psyops is where it is first released for the memes on Instagram. Then it is shared to the Facebook page of Cinema Psyops and then the Facebook group of Cinema Psyops, all aptly named for the show Cinema Psyops. And then also I am Court Psyops out there on the Book of Faces where you can reach out to me and also see the memes on my main feed. Yeah, on the main feed. <laughs> well, while you're out there cursing the existence of social media everywhere and my purpose in it, kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bed. <laughs> now and i muted myself on zoom so that's only going to come through on one side so that's going to be fun to try and do that recording you hear me now yep i hear you all right what about yeah you hear that yep perfect all right i'm ready to roll whenever you are do you want a little bit of theme song or do you just want me to roll into it because i can get as high as i want while you're talking you know yeah I, whatever you need to do man <laughs> whichever one works out best for you let's do that <laughs> all right let me just uh, jump to the very end so i can try and do the pitch match here three two one the last clip we played. Yes. Was that, uh, yeah, the dude working, right? I think so, with his boss. I can play the yeah. next clip. I have that up still, or do you, I can bring the other one back up if you need. Bring that other one back up and see which one that was. Okay, two secs. Uh-huh. Clip number seven. Yeah. And you, the wife of his brother. And you, the one is very big and must eat lots. What if you like it now? That's my mother. Hello, Maman. Yeah, this is my mother. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, all right. Uh, we see the bad dude. He's putting pins in a voodoo doll. Uh, then our main dude, he's walking around. He goes up to Laura's hut and... Uh, or, no, sorry. Three, two, one.
out there cursing the existence of social media everywhere and my purpose in it, kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. <laughs> I don't know what that fucking means, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs>